Hey, welcome to another episode of FTU Life After the Military. I'm your host, Tony Rodriguez, and happy 4th of July, everyone. I wanted to do this episode, um, you know, just a quick, short episode, um, just to remind everybody out there to take time out of the day or take time off and just do things that you like to do and make sure that you're out there and relaxing. Make time to relax, right? That sounds pretty easy, but... Sometimes it can be stressful. You have to plan time to relax. It's almost contradictory, right? Um, but you have to do it sometimes. Um, as for me, today is a pretty lazy day. Woke up late. Went, did some chores, and then decided, you know what, I'm going to take a nap. And about 20 minutes here, I'm going to go watch... Uh, the Coney Island uh, hot dog eating contest. Because what is the 4th of July without watching some dude stuff down 70 to 80 hot dogs in 10 minutes, right? Uh, I don't know what says fat, tired, and useless uh, more than sitting around eating 80 hot dogs in 10 minutes. Um, but that's become part of 4th of July. I enjoy it, so I'm going to watch it. And then after that, I'm going to go watch uh, the Bare Naked Ladies up here in Raleigh. They're here in concert. It seems to be an annual thing to go out there and to do with my family. I enjoy it. It's ungodly hot today. Actually, it, the humidity is really bad, but oh well. Um, that's life in North Carolina, right? I mean, if that's the biggest complaint I have in my life, then that's a pretty good life. Um, so, you know, again, uh, for me, over the past few months, things have been going pretty quickly. You know, the purchase of this house... Uh, have some things going on um just trying to see my granddaughter trying to fix that so i can see do that on a regular basis um working with this phd i'm working on a, another certification agile so i can say i'm agile certified uh whatever the hell that means i i don't know and i really don't care it's just another piece of paper that tells our employers that i am able to do a specific job it seems to be the hotness right now so why not have it right but in the past few uh, episodes i was talking about looking for another another job and i have and i've had four callbacks now and it that's difficult right i'll only mention the the callbacks i get for the interviews but i don't mention how many times i receive emails saying Hey, thanks, but no thanks. For those four uh, interviews, I, I've sent out at least 10, between 10 and 15 um, resumes for each one. So you're looking at anywhere between, what, 40 to 60 resumes that I've sent out for four callbacks. Now, this time around, I'm being a little bit more selective um, for what I want for my salary, my price range. Um, so it, it's taking a little bit more time to get interviews. 
And I'm also not willing to drive all over the planet anymore. Now I, I'm only going to work in Raleigh or I'm going to work remote. That's it. I don't want to work in Fayetteville anymore. I don't want to be around the military anymore. Right. And that, for me, that was, that's why I took the job when I got out, the initial job. Um, that was because I needed the time to learn how to be a human being again, because regardless of what anybody says, if you've been in the military 20 years, if you've been in four years, you're indoctrinated, you're brainwashed. And I've heard from multiple people when they get out of how people on the outside, they, there's just no emergency. They just don't care. They don't, there's no rush. Like, you know, something comes down at four 30 and at five o'clock, they just leave. It's like, it, it, this is important. It's no, it's not important. That's the thing is we were trained that everything is important. Everything is important. And when you're a veteran, it's difficult to you to identify what's important when you get out and you're in a regular job because you were told everything under the sun, it, the next thing that comes up, that's the most important, right? Until you go down the road and then, the original task you were assigned doesn't get done. Now that's the most important, right? And that's the whole, my whole point. It's like, it's hard for us to learn how to relax or just take time off and just ease up. And I know people in the military out there are saying like, well, I know how to relax. No, you, you know how to go out and drink beer. Um, there, there are a few people out there that know how to relax, just take time off and just you know, not worry about things, but the majority of people in the military go out and their idea of relaxing is going out and getting straight shit faced. Or, you know, I went out, Oh, I was at a barbecue. It's so great. And you know, it's awesome that you spent a lot of time with your family and friends, but you know, oh, yeah, we drink a case of beer. Alcohol is always involved. And if that's how you want to relax, then more power to you. I'm just saying that there are other things to do. You don't always have to involve alcohol and in things that you want to do. If you want to just go out and read a book, that that can be relaxing. If you just want to go sit in your backyard and just have an umbrella over you and just enjoy the day, go do that. Right? We're at a point in our lives where we no longer have to explain anything to anyone. I was talking to my wife. We were in line, right? And we were talking about the concert and somebody overheard. Don't even know who this person was. Just a complete stranger. Of course, right, we live in the day and age where everybody has an opinion and their opinion is the most important. So you have to listen to theirs, right? And, you know, if you're listening to this, please, this is just my opinion and it means absolutely nothing. You take advice, this advice or not, it's up to you. Um, but anyway, this morons, you know, it's like bare naked ladies. Why would anybody want to go watch them? You know, kindly turned to him and said, please go fuck yourself. Excuse my French. I know I, that's the one word I don't like using on here, but I had to tell him that. He, he was totally taken aback. Like he was totally offended. He started yelling at me, of course, right? Because I don't have to explain myself to anyone, right? The old me probably would stood there and explained, wow, you know, this and this and this. Like, no, I don't. They ended the conversation. He was upset, said a few choice words, and that was it. Because I don't have time for that in my life. I don't know this guy, all right? And I don't mind helping him out or talking to him or just being polite. Maybe that could have been somebody I knew. But when you come at me and you start like saying crazy stuff right off the bat, and I'm guilty of that too, right? I was raised to the point where, you know, when you grow up and you see somebody succeeding, 
it's hard to congratulate them and feel happy for them. It's, it's easier to put them down or, oh, that's not impressive or anybody could do that. Right. I do that for myself now. Right. Where, um, every time I graduated from somewhere, never attended, never. The only ones I attended were the ones in the military where I was made in high school. Cause my mother made me, but college, nope, I'm not going to the graduations. What for? I'm not. When I complete this PhD and I will complete it, I'm not going. Why? The way I view things, if I can do it, then it's not that impressive. Uh, it, it doesn't take much work to do things. If, if I can, if I can do it, anybody can do it. Um, but I'm getting out of that. I'm set, learning to appreciate my successes and I'm learning to uh, just take time out of the day and just relax and just not worry too much about anything, you know, cause you have to do that. Um, I, my stress level was going up again and there are days where I just had to put things down and just go to the room and just zone out. I would, I would watch uh, episodes of Gilligan's Island uh, cause I love that show. That makes me happy. So that's what I would do. It remind, reminds me of my childhood. So I watch Gilligan's Island. Um, so transitioning out of that, right? Taking care of yourself. So there's one thing I want to mention here. Um, if you need help with your VA claims, you know, you go to the VSO and you help them out, but there's other things you can do that the VSO will help you out with. Like for me, I bought this house. I wanted to, um, get a reduction on my taxes. Right. I wanted to, uh, and the state of North Carolina will let me do that because I'm officially 100% uh, disabled, right? All of my disabilities add up to 100%. So, you know, there's two forms you have to fill out, and then you take it to the VSO, and they'll um, do their part and confirm that you're not lying. So I did that. The young lady that was sitting there, she helped me out. And the actual VSO guy representative, he came out, right? Of course, he's an old retiring. So what issue did I run into? Same issue I run into with every veteran. And I'm like this as well. So please don't think that I'm saying that I'm not because I am, right? In the military, you're taught that you have to fake that you know everything. Even if you don't, you just pretend that you know everything. Just say it with confidence, you know? And uh, that's what this jackal did, right? Like he, um, it was after June 1st. He gave him my forms. He gave them to me. He's like, don't even bother going over to the tax office because they're not going to take your paperwork. And like, okay. He's like, you have to wait till January 1st because if you go right now, they're, they're, gonna, they're not going to be able to help you. Okay. It's like, sure. And it was polite. And so the young lady who was sitting there, she was a college student. She was on ROTC and, you know, she was working there part time. So I asked her, hey, where's the tax office? And she told me, oh, it's just right across from where we are. And he overheard. He's like, why are you going there? I told you that you can't go there. I was like, no, you told me that I shouldn't go there until January 1st. It's like, but I can go wherever I want. It's like, don't go there. I told you don't go there. So I told him, uh, well, thank you and you have a nice day. He's like, I don't know why you're wasting your time. Don't go there. He's like, I'm the VSO. He's like, <laughs> like, 
Like, bro, I get it. Like, you missed that authority and that power that you had when you're in the military. When people were just, okay, well, he told me I can't, so I guess I can't. But, like, you're you're clearly in your late 60s. You've been retired for some time now. Let it go, bro. <laughs> so I walked over to the tax office, right? And I'm at the tax office. Walk in. There's four ladies up at the counter. Nobody else is in there. Wait in line. They look at me like I'm crazy because I was actually waiting in line. And it's like, come on up. So all right, I walked up. I said, hey, you know, it's past June, June 1st, but can I turn this in? It's like, sure, why not? Why wouldn't, wouldn't you be able to? <laughs> and then she looked at the paperwork. She filled it out. She put it in my file. And she said, okay, we accepted it. You no longer have to turn anything in. Um, but it won't go into effect until January 1st because you missed the deadline of June 1st. But you don't have to bring anything else in. That awesome. So I don't have to come back. She's like, nope, you don't. It's like, you'll receive a letter in, in the mail within two weeks saying that you're good to go. It's like, awesome. Thank you very much. So what's the point of this story? The point of the story is the VSO is there to help you out, but don't take their word for it. Not because the VSO is a bad organization, but because they hire morons. All right. The people in the VSO are typically veterans and we're all neo maxi zoom dweebies. We're idiots. We're morons because we think we know everything and we don't. We don't. I'm in that group. I also think like that. And I, it's, it's hard for me to listen to other people. Not as hard as it was a year ago because I've been working on it. Right. And for me, I, I like, I want to thank, uh, you know, um, John and, and Orlando and Al because they really helped me out with that. Like they would put me in my place and I really appreciate that. Um, um, you know, just listening to their to their points of views, their opinions, and they were right a lot of times, and I was wrong. That's awesome, and I appreciate it. Um, but that's that's the problem, right? Like you had these people at the VSO, and they're so sure that they're right because you know, well, I work at the VSO. How can I be wrong? Oh, you can, because guess what? You don't know everything, just like I don't know everything. Um, so when when you go and you seek help from them, like. Yeah, seek help from them because it's a valuable resource. But make sure you double check what they're telling you because they're just people. And worse yet, they're veterans, which means they're going to make a lot more mistakes and they won't fess up to it. All right. So this is really important because when you're looking for a job, right, um, you have to be able to convey what you can bring to that organization. Why are you value added, right? And when you fake stuff, they can figure it out in the interview. Um, there, it's been brought to my attention that I have a distaste for officers. That's, that's absolutely 100% wrong. I don't have a distaste for officers. I just hate officers. I think they're morons with a few exceptions. The people that I've had on here as officers, they're not morons. They're intelligent people. Now, let me differentiate between people and officers. Officers, you come in as a person, right? And somehow they, the military, I don't know what the, how they do to you, but you become so arrogant that you become stupid because you think that the little bit of knowledge that the military gives you, it makes you a genius and it doesn't because it's the same information that every officer receives. Every officer receives it. So if everybody has that same information, how special are you? 
Not very. There's no original thought. We were, I had one officer, you know, in my office uh, a couple of weeks ago, talking a lot of stuff, blah, blah, blah. It wasn't even talking to me. They were talking to someone else. And I just had my headphones on and they got my attention. And I said, okay, do me a favor. Explain to me the, the fall of the end of the Cold War. And they said a lot of words, and which amounted to absolutely nothing. You wonder why? Because nobody on the planet can explain that. Nobody on the planet can give a definitive answer for that. So then I asked them, explain to me why we lost in Korea, why we lost in Vietnam, and why the hell did we lose in Afghanistan? That's still a sore spot. And I'm sorry for everybody who went and served there. I, I, I feel for you. You did the best that you could, but we lost. So why doesn't I, why are there no officers standing up and accepting the responsibility for that loss? And I don't want to hear any bullshit about placing the responsibility on anyone else. You're an officer, and when things go great, you guys accept. You take all that in, right? So why don't you tell me why we lost? But that's neither here nor there, right? That's me just being on my soapbox and getting all my frustration out on officers. The point of this, this little spiel of my speech here, is that when you go into interviews, you can't uh, you can't fake the funk, right? If I went in for uh, to interview for a software project management position, and so I explained to them why I might fit for their company as a project manager. And they asked me if I had any uh, experience in software, and I said, you know, just using it, but not as a project manager. And they said, oh, okay, good. Thanks. Thanks for not lying and not trying to uh, just come up with some some answer. It's like, well, we can train you in that part. That's not a big deal. And, and that's my whole point. Not, you know, if you're honest, people respect honesty more than you coming up with the, your typical officer answer where you say 10 million words um, and you say absolutely nothing. So just remember that when you're out there um, looking for jobs, when you're out there trying to be a normal person again, just remember that people don't care about your military service. People don't care about all the 8,000 words that you're going to say. Um, I found that when people look for colleges, N NDU, what, what's that? That sounds sounds uh, very impressive. Or... You know, when they hear all these crazy uh, degrees, which there's nothing wrong. Like if that's where you went to school, awesome, good. You know, it's a good opportunity if you're in the military and you have a, a chance to go there, by all means, go. Um, but success in the military does not equate to success outside of the military. And I just want you guys to remember that because it's going to add a lot of stress to you. I've noticed a lot of people have gone into realty to be realtors and hey, more power to you. At least, you know, that gives you the freedom to do, uh, be your own boss. And I applaud you for that. That's, you should be very proud of yourselves. And I, I, I know you'll win the day. I know you will be successful. Um, for me, no, I don't want to be a realtor because after purchasing this house, I pretty much realize there's no need for realtors in any way, shape or form. I don't need your help realtors. I can do it myself. Like just about everything else in my life. I got it. Don't need your help. 
So this was just a short episode. I just wanted to tell people, hey, just make sure you cut time out for yourself and you go out and you, you find time to relax. I know this uh, in this episode, I sound a little aggressive, but I'm really not. I'm actually pretty relaxed because I just took my siesta and uh, I'm going to go watch uh, Joey Chestnut right now, kill it and see if he goes for eight uh, mustard belts in a row. All right. So to everybody out there, happy 4th of July. I hope you have a... Uh, wonderful day off and you're able to relax spend time with your family and just do something for yourself um if you're out there looking for jobs you know i know you'll find one it it can be a little daunting but um it if you need any help you can reach me here at ar antonio rodriguez 98 at gmail.com and you know send me your resume and i'll give you some tips on it if you'd like to hear about it or not all right, for shout outs, of course, we want to shout out our, our best friend, uh, Taco, right? We haven't heard from Taco in a while. If you haven't uh, checked him out on Instagram, go ahead and check him out. He's a French bulldog. He was born in Mexico, and we love Taco. I love Taco, and so does my granddaughter. My granddaughter, I mean, my daughter doesn't say too much, but I know she likes Taco too. So until next time, hey, I know you have something that makes you um, unique. You have some special quality that no one else has. But identify it and maximize it to its fullest potential, and I know you'll be successful. All right, till next time, zot, 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 and roll tide.